save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from David, so I'm dedicating this video to him. Anyways, most of us have already heard about female privilege. And if you speak to a woman about female privilege, then most of them will deny that such a thing even exists. They often smile at you and know exactly what you mean if you watch their faces carefully. But in my experience, I've never heard a woman say once that yes, female privilege exists. When I tell a woman that men spend more time in prison than women, they often tell me that men deserve it. When I tell them that women get custody of children 99% of the time after a divorce, they say that mothers make better parents. And when I tell them that women are the ones that choose the men in their lives, and that men don't really choose women, they tell me that it's ultimately up to a man to propose to a woman. Whatever I say, they deflect it away with what appears to be a vagina-shaped shield. Their victim complex seems to run really deep. And whenever I use logic and reason to explain to them that men can also be victims, they always turn it around on me. So I don't even bother anymore. When I tell women that women are more likely to be heard and believed by law enforcement officials, they say that men are more violent. And when I tell them that women get more government jobs through affirmative action programs, they say that they're just taking the jobs away from men, who are using the patriarchy to oppress them. When I point out that men usually have to spend money on women on dates, they tell me that guys ask the women out, so it's only fair that the guy should be paying. And when I ask them what happens when the woman asks the guy out, they typically say that he still has to pay. Then they tell me, don't be cheap, pay for the date, and be a man. We've all heard stories like this. When women are privileged, they become victims. And when women are questioned about their privilege, they are victims again. And when women get what they want, they still manage to somehow become the victim. It's not even worth it wasting my time speaking to a woman if all they do is complain about how life is unfair. My favorite complaint seems to be when a woman complains about another woman or man doing something better than them. They're also victims in such a case as well. They could be covered in head-to-toe in gold and precious gemstones, and they would be victims because no one would be around to help them carry all that heavy metal home. And it's hard to argue with someone that's always privileged if all they ever do is play the victim card. If all that ever comes out of their mouths is the idea that the world owes them something simply because they exist and for no other reason. This is the root of female privilege. The very existence of a woman is her claim to privilege. For simply showing up on this planet, she's basically been given the right to take what others have. And if she can't take it herself, then she convinces others to go out and get it for her. But as men going her own way, we see female privilege for what it truly is. Whenever a woman speaks, she wants us men to pay attention to her every single word. Yet most of the time, her words mean absolutely nothing. She wants us to give value to something that has no value in the first place. She wants the privilege of our undivided attention, but 99% of the time, it's not even worth listening to. And another female privilege is when a woman cries or gets emotional. Everyone has to drop whatever they're doing to come to the aid of that particular female. And men aren't allowed to show their feelings in public because it shows weakness, and someone might pounce on them because of it. Women also have the privilege of being with men that are taller and wealthier than they are, and that's considered a good match. The few times that I've actually dated girls that were the same height or a little bit taller, their parents often shamed me for dating them. They told these girls that I was too short for them. 
And I'm 5 foot 10 in height. Am I really that short? Or does female privilege demand that a man that she's with be taller in order to be a good protector and produce tall offspring? Another female privilege is they get to be the gatekeepers of sex and reproduction. And they decide if there's going to be children or not in a relationship. They are the judge, jury, and executioner with regards to having kids. Once you see them like this, it's hard not getting an image of Sylvester Stallone wearing a dress and screaming, I am the law, out of your mind. And now that I've brought up all these privileges, how does a man protect himself from women? Is it even worth it talking to women about female privilege? Personally, I believe it's a complete waste of time to talk to them about it, and our actions are more powerful at stopping it or reducing it. If women get custody of children after divorce, then marriage isn't working. And if we want to take advantage of that privilege and take it away from women, but still want children of our own, then there's gestational surrogacy as an option. But even if most of men in society somehow became single fathers, and we did a better job raising our children than women, and there was proof everywhere that women were not as good as we were, they would still hold on to the belief that they were better mothers. This reveals yet another female privilege, which is groupthink. So long as the collective of women holds a common belief, even if that belief is wrong, the individual woman can't be wrong if she goes along with it. And even if in the end the belief is exposed as a lie and a fraud, it's never the individual's woman fault for believing it or buying into it in the first place. This is the female privilege of not having to take individual responsibility for the decisions of the collective. And women hide behind their groupthink and can often get away with things that men can't. Throughout history, men have always been responsible for their individual actions. And when they made poor, socially unacceptable choices, their heads would get chopped off and they would be crucified. But women would have you believe that agency and choice are a male privilege. Even if a woman makes an independent decision, she can cry and say that she was only doing what any other woman would do in her position. And her crimes or misdeeds are washed away in many cases. Now that we live in a day and age where making the wrong decisions in your life no longer get your head chopped off, women demand that they too should have the agency and choice of men. If our society ever regresses to the point where the death penalty is implemented for not agreeing with the rulers, then you'll see how quickly women keep their mouths shut and no longer demand that so-called male privilege. They will have the privilege to hide behind their female weakness and frailty once more. So instead of complaining about female privilege, which is a complete waste of time, we need to disarm it in our own passive-aggressive way. And when it comes to jobs that go to women through affirmative action programs, men need to go into the trades or start their own businesses. That way we have legitimate write-offs that reduce our overall tax base, owing to the state, thus starving the government coffers of things such as employment insurance, and men thus get reimbursed for their travel expenses for work, which they often can't do when they're working for the government or corporate jobs. In the future, I believe that we will increasingly become a society of freelancers or a jobless society. And if this continues, then talented men will get to work and women will no longer be able to hide behind the veil of inefficient government and corporate jobs, because even those jobs will eventually be outsourced. During the times of slavery in the United States, whites were granted the privilege of having slaves because of the color of their skins. But that was overt slavery based on man's laws. Throughout history, women were granted male slaves because of the laws of nature. Some people would argue that to go against the laws of nature is to violate what it means to be human. But I think that every man calling himself a MGTOW should have a sacred duty of not only discussing female privilege, but also have the duty of fighting female privilege wherever it may lie. Feminism, I believe, was partially created because men began to see nature's injustice inflicted on them, and women needed a way to allow that injustice to continue. 
Feminists and women aren't actually fighting for the rights and privileges that they hold dear, so much as they're fighting to keep men confused about existing privilege. When we go our own way, we see that this privilege is an illusion, and that without this illusion, women's power comes to an end. Not giving a shit is the greatest weapon we have in our arsenal to fight female privilege. When a woman cries, we need to go against our conditioning and look the other way. A few seconds later, the woman will stop crying and stop wasting her energy, because she will see that it's completely wasted on us. When a woman shames us, we need to look her in the eye and say, I'm a man, and I won't be shamed by you having a vagina. When a woman exercises her sexual muscles and plays hard to get, we simply need to walk the other way. Yes, we'll miss the sexual opportunity, but we gain the opportunity to keep our own self-respect intact. When a woman says pointless things that mean absolutely nothing, we shouldn't care about her feelings, because if she cared about our feelings, she wouldn't be torturing us with these nonsensical words. If you go out on a date with a woman and she insists that you pay the full bill, then pretend like you're going to the bathroom, but instead go and pay half of the bill and then basically walk out of the restaurant. And just leave and never speak to her again. Let her pay the other half. And if you ever buy a female relative or friend a gift and she isn't grateful about it and puts you down, then take that gift and destroy it right there in front of her. Make her know that not only will you take the gift back, but you're willing to tear it apart right there in front of her because she's ungrateful. With regards to male privilege, what do we have? Well, we have the right to work on construction sites as manual laborers and use our physical strength and injure ourselves. And we have the right to die in wars, as well as the right to pay for higher prices for car insurance and other medical coverage that we don't need. We also have the privilege of working more overtime hours, and if we complain, we get stricter punishments than women. Our privileges are about the right to self-sacrifice and the right to so-called honor. But in this day and age, honor means absolutely nothing compared to generations past. Today, honor and loyalty and respect play second fiddle to fame and fortune. Hypergamy is running rampant in part because honor, loyalty, discipline, and self-sacrifice are lacking in today's society. Women have grown too decadent to respect such things, and because of that, men are no longer willing to sacrifice themselves for noble purposes, because those noble purposes no longer exist. Male disposability is questioned in this day and age because the risk of death for a man is no longer worth the rewards. Anyways, that's all I've got to say for today. I'm sure I've missed many female privileges in my talk. If you have any additional ones that you'd like to share, please do so in the comment section below. Thank you, David, for your donation, and thank you, everyone else, for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.